someone's cursing my lord late night lunch someone's puffling my lord late night lunch someone's growing my lord late night lunch oh lord late night lunch this is a post watershed production welcome to a late night lunch that recognizes the value of publicity stunts be they harmless or carrying blockbusting consequences. I am your malicious bomb threat, Aaron Bliss, and next to me is the sex offender's answer to Jeremy Beadle, my lad. A uh, lovely introduction, as always. Fitting. Yep. Growing day. That's me. Try and catch me growing day. <laughs> well, tonight's uh, late night large mic is... Go on. I was just going to say something just then. <laughs> When you, uh, when you did your introduction... Go on. You, Go on. You, for one of the lines, you sounded like someone that did we I? know. Oh, really? Yeah. I know. Late Night Large. <laughs> that's what you sounded like. Oh, dear. Well, maybe that's a hoax all of its own. Because tonight's Late Night Large is about hoaxes. That one with the old uh, Queen and whatnot, wasn't it? Well, Do you know what was going on with that? No, so not, what do you, what do you, what do you know about well, it? Because, I'm uh, not too sure. My understanding, my understanding was, some peeps be ringing up some other peeps, telling them that the queen be dead and whatnot. And I thought that's what I thought. That's what I heard anyway. The nurse Jacintha committed suicide in the wake of uh, what was a, what was termed as a hoax by an Aussie radio station. I mean, it's outrageous that. A radio station would try and make fun of people or, or uh, play funny pranks, isn't it, on air? Oh, you'd never catch us doing that. No, of course not. And I, I'm just a bit confused about the wording, to be honest, because, uh, I mean, can anyone help here? I'm struggling. What what was what was hoax? What, what, what was a hoax about, about the call? I know, obviously, they were impersonating the Queen or something, but I didn't realise that was a hoax. I, I thought a hoax was, was uh, a specific event... Or creature or something that was created out of thin air, impersonating people is surely just a prank call. Uh, I think this is a classic case of a word being misused. I don't know, it happens quite a lot, to be honest, in especially the tabloid media, where a word is bandied around and it's not, its definition is skewed, to be honest, because that's what I would not turn that as a hoax, I would turn that as a prank call. So, a prank call isn't a hoax? No, not not in my book. Because I'm, I'm about to... What is a hoax? Well, obviously, we're going to go through that, as we always do, with the definition. Well, go on then, Pete. No, let's let's help you out a little bit. And <laughs> don't call me that again. So, Mike, uh, uh, the hoax is described as a deliberately fabricated falsehood made to masquerade as truth. Um, they try and distinguish it from <clears throat> rumours, urban legends, pseudosciences... We're looking in your direction, Scientology... April Fool's Day events. Now, technically, April's, April Fool's Day's events aren't aren't really supposed to be classic, classically termed as hoaxes, because obviously it's a day that's made for hoaxes. Yeah. No, it's just... Um, was the call then not a deliberately fabricated falsehood? 
it, it's just an impersonation. Made to masquerade as the truth. What truth? Was that, was that not... What truth? What was the truth that was masqueraded? They were just impersonating two people. That's not really a truth, is it? N- but it was a deliberately fabricated falsehood. Yeah, I think you're taking part of that definition, but I, I, I think it... Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe we're uh, splitting hairs here, but... Oh, I'll split something. I'd rather not see what that would be. But You'll yeah, it's really, shut up. We're uh, distinguishing it, obviously, from what we said. So a hoax, Mike. Yeah. Okay, well, whether it was a hoax or not, let's talk about it. So you talk about sex, eh? No, let's not. Let's let's talk I told you to be. <laughs> I told you to be tasteful tonight, Mike. Oh, we're talking about. It. We're talking about. It is always. It's always tragic when somebody uh, commits suicide. Although it took, I think I don't know about you. It took me by massive surprise. We don't know the full facts, do we? And they probably won't be established because even though the tabloids are always quick to just humiliate anyone they want, maybe the law gets involved and says. Let's not besmirch the dead person's name or or drag their family into any additional story behind it. Mm. Have you, I mean, what did you think? Obviously, we're not we're not trying to discredit anyone. I don't know, kind of uh, speculating <laughs> as to to what might have prompted it. Because do you, do you think that was a pretty extreme reaction to just being made a fool out of? Um, Unless there was something else going on. Well, there may have been. We don't know. Do we? We probably never will. But hence why I said speculation. Yeah, but no, I. I mean, personally, yeah, I, I happen to agree with you. That's quite. Um, I mean, quite extreme. Let, let's remember that the nurse had a family as well, a husband and children, or at least one child. I'm sorry, I'm, I didn't I'm know completely that. familiar. But I like again. I'm not discrediting anyone. I'm not. You know, there's no implication. Just trying to figure out, you know, the reasoning behind the decision. It seems a little bit extreme. For I, I don't think. Fallout. I don't think we really know enough about it to try and decipher the reasoning behind the decision. Again, hence why I said speculation, <clears throat> which leads me to say, Mike, do you think there was more at work in the sense that do you think maybe she'd uh, she'd been threatened with something horrible by the hospital for breaching security protocol, maybe? But what? What could the hospital possibly sack her? Hang oh, on, hang on, hang I'm on. Not sure I'd... Hang on. Listen, hear me out though. Okay, it's you wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't argue that it's a sackable offence because a breach of patient, an accidental breach of patient confidentiality, you'd assume was at most a disciplinary issue, but you wouldn't assume be sacked. But we are talking about the royal family. But yeah, even if it was dismissal, why? people lose their job all the time <laughs> you think about it it's a, it's a pretty important job and it's it's a job it's one of those jobs it's a vocation like a career isn't it if you're a nurse that means a lot to you people people don't become nurses because it's all they can think of doing they become them because they really sort of care about caring yeah. for people and you know you have to have that certain mindset where no matter how disgusting or ill someone is you you, you know you've got compassion and what have you so it's not the I understand that do you know what I mean it's the kind of it, but people lose it's identity as well as yeah but that happens to loads of people like yeah. all the time I'm not talking yeah but it's not just losing job is it it's being sacked it's like humiliation it's like you're plenty not, you're of people have been sacked from jobs doctors have been sacked 
do you know what I mean? That it happens. Well, you boy, obviously has to be pretty serious to be sacked as a doctor. So. But, but they have been. Yeah, but I mean... Doctors have been sacked. Lawyers have been sacked. L- lawyers have been had sacked? Their, had their legal oh, right, okay. thingy revoked or whatever. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say, Mike, is if a doctor's going to... Say a doctor, then. If a doctor's going to be sacked, it's got to be pretty serious. Malpractice or something like that. Yeah, uh, but it's happened. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you're not you're not going to be humiliated. Or well, I don't see losing your job no matter what it is as a reason to take those. It, it, even if okay, no, there are no. Okay, I'm giving you a hypothetical scenario. Well, don't because I, to- I told you it was only speculation. But say this nurse, you know, she probably isn't used to answering the phone. You know, that's what kind of secretaries and other things do in hospitals. I'm sure. So she, if she's say she's not used to answering a phone. What, what no, 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 Mike, hang on. It's a completely different answering a phone in a business than it is answering the phone at home. What I mean is, say she's dashing from one patient to the next, she answers the phone because there's no one else around. She's not familiar with, you know, security protocol, having to, you know, triple check all the details of everyone calling and what have you. She puts it through. Now, she's just trying to help out, and if she discovers that, you know, she's on the brink of a sack for... You know, what for what having the temerity to help someone out and assuming that the person on the other end isn't being malicious. I can understand how that would hurt a lot more than any other kind of sacking. Yeah, would you? Because you could say that you feel like you're being punished for actually helping people. Yep, that would hurt and piss me off as well. <laughs> but I mean, just just understanding the circumstances, like two Aussie DJs impersonating in quotation marks impersonating like the Queen and some other member of the royal family now do you think that's a funny do you think that's a funny premise w- would that be something that you think oh that's a really good gag yeah <laughs> really so if maybe you were, not if you were for, dr- maybe not for no I'm not saying what they did or tried to do was right but I'm you know, no I'm saying what is val- its value its value is a hoax well, yeah I guess do you yeah. think it's a good hoax? Well, I can think of better hoaxes. Yeah, okay. I thought it was pretty lousy, to be honest. Yeah, it's... I, I mean... You know what they say, because... I've rung someone up and pretended to be someone else. <laughs> well, there you what go. What do you fucking do? What I mean is, I'm a great believer in free speech and free expression, right? But, if you're making a gag, trying to make people laugh... I'm always trying to make people gag. Oh, <laughs> you're making yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. What I mean is... It doesn't matter to me if you've offended people. What matters to me is, is it funny? And if you've offended a hell of a lot of people and it's not funny, then, you know, that's when you're going to be in trouble. The only time you can justify it is if it's actually legitimately funny. I, I didn't think it was, and to be honest, when you kind of say it out loud, I'd imagine a lot of other people be like, mmm... Bit lame. Not, yeah, bit of a lame duck. But yeah, it must be pretty harsh to know that you were potentially prompting someone's uh, topping themselves. What do you think about publicity stunts as hoaxes? Do you, are they the same thing? I guess they can be, but not 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 necessarily. Oh, very good. Uh, what what we uh, Mike? I think the definition of hoax. Okay. What makes it a hoax is that it. I guess it's malicious. Well, it's purposely. That, that, yeah, there, there's yeah, there's a there's a focused imperative behind it by the person 
obviously trying to convince the unbelievers. Um, one could. It doesn't necessarily. It doesn't has to be have to be malicious. Go on, go on. Give, give me an example when it's not malicious. I I don't think it does have to be. Why does it have to be malicious? Yes, maybe. Uh, I meant malicious. Okay, I meant malicious in intent, not necessarily malicious as in trying to harm people. More like malicious as in just deliberate. Well, yeah, deliberate. Deliberately trying to deceive. Well, it depends if you think it's, you, yeah, you don't. Yeah, but you don't know if it's. Um, it, it depends if you think deceiving anyone is always malicious. But well, there was, we could go on forever about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we we split more circum- hairs. Yeah, We've got so many more yeah, hairs. To there's hundreds of circumstances in which, you know, you can <sighs> deceive someone without it being malicious, isn't there? Okay, Mike. Do you think? Do you think scams? Would you class scams as, hoax? as hoaxes? Certain scams, yeah. Like what? Like when people, oh, actually, I don't know. Ma- yeah, maybe okay, when okay. people try and get your details out of you and shit. Yeah, is I mean, is that scummy that way? I guess that's kind of a hoax. You would call it a hoax, would you? So well, it's, like for instance, they're purposely deceiving you. And the weirdest thing is, I had it today. There was a guy who called me today, claiming to be calling on behalf, either on behalf or from uh, Windows saying you know we understand you have a Windows operating system you know to be honest most people probably do so it probably might have just been phishing said uh, you know we, we, um, we've we had reports of all these viruses or, or malware incidents in the uh, in the area and I was just wondering if you might uh, allow me to help you to remedy any uh, any problems you might have and I'm sure it, it would have probably continued with him asking for certain passwords or details that I had anyway I was having my food my dinner so I was holding to uh, in no uncertain terms get out of my grill mm. but I mean that would that could be an example of a hoax like it says here computer virus hoaxes like for, okay going uh, taking this scam thing to another level Mike about hoaxes it talks about computer virus hoaxes where you'll get a contact either through email or on the phone where they say such and such if you find this in your computer systems and programs filing system then you've been infected this is malware or a trojan or something and in fact it's a file that's actually needed to keep the computer running smoothly that's the example it gives right yeah what does that remind you of reminds me of scam mechanics yeah as soon as they see someone who pulls up with a car who doesn't know know what they're doing Oh yeah. yeah well, this you... this is the thing as well, isn't it? Like, uh, if it is, you know, some things, particularly you know, car related or whatever. All you women out there, take a take a bloke with you. Now, that's not me saying take you that you, you don't know what you're on about, <laughs> and it's not me saying that this bloke does, but it's true, isn't it? Like, like people like that that are trying to, people in positions like that will yeah, will dangerous. see a woman and think. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm you gonna assume. Another. You do, Yeah, you assume because you assume because a larger proportion of women, rather than men, would not really know what they were looking at. Yeah. So you play the oh, odds. Cool. I'm not it's saying play, that is the case. Yeah, it's playing but, the odds, right? But people than being do that. You know. This is the dangerous thing when people aren't completely familiar with a system that they're using, be it their car or their computer. People will obviously seek to exploit some people's ignorance of things. Mm by appearing to be the philanthropic, knowledgeable fixer of all problems or such. 
But I guess, yeah. So you think scams are kind of hoaxes? Yeah, buddy. Because technically they are based on prob- falsehoods, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, you know, this 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 might not sound like a problem now, but you know, give it a couple of weeks and it might start to ruin your engine, these kind of things. Yeah. I mean, what else? Urban legends. Um, but <clears throat> but it it says it said earlier you don't confuse hoaxes with urban legends. Or it says here, urban, urban legends or rumors with a probable conscious attempt to deceive. So again, we're talking about malicious intent, and not malicious in the sense of being evil. I just mean, as in you, the person is deliberately trying to deceive people. Whereas urban legends, a lot of the time, yeah, that's just deceit. It's not deceit if you de- if. Oh. <laughs> anyway, what what I mean is, Mike, people. Let's be fair. The reason why we're talking about malicious intent and why you're talking about deception, whatever, is because lying, by definition, means you're doing it for a purpose. There's a purpose for lying. Actually, no, I say yeah, that wrong. True, yeah. Compulsive liars can often not tell when they're doing it. Most people, people with consciences and who aren't compulsive liars, will lie for a reason. There's a, there's always a modus operandi behind it, isn't there? What, why would you lie to anyone if, if there wasn't a particular reason? It might be a good reason. Yeah. You might lie to someone because they ask if they look fat and they look horrible and disgustingly obese, but you obviously don't want to make them feel terrible about themselves. Or it could be... You know, it could be a child, terminally ill child, saying, am I going to die? And you're like, oh, no, 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 you're just, you, you might go to a better place. And, you know, you sugarcoat it, but essentially you're lying to them. And they're all good reasons. They're all noble reasons. But most lying takes the form of... You're trying to get something out of a situation, aren't you? I'm thinking of maybe some kind of deception that you might entertain Mike where you might use the L word when trying to coax someone back to your place perhaps and uh, get a little something something a little something something (laughs) am I am I hitting the nail on the head Uh, hitting the groin now (laughs) I'll be hitting something Uh, (laughs) no I don't need to worry about all that this uh, little uh, little little click of the finger I like just enough is it yeah, normally, yeah. Uh, okay, well, other, other than... Some of them hold out, need a little snap as well. But... <laughs> Don't say that. Other than your kind of they deception... They find their way back. Other than your kind of deception, other and lies... I find my way into the back Shut up. Go on. Other lies, for instance, you might lie that you found some money to avoid having to share it with anyone. You might lie about where you were last night to keep yourself out of trouble. You might lie to the police. Have you had a drink or two? Haven't had anything, officer. <laughs> These kinds of things. I haven't had anything, officer. What's the officer problem? No, not, uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what appears to be the officer problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're yeah, my best the, friend. So, can we agree that, that most of the time deception is, is done with malicious intent? Most of the time. No. But not all hoaxes are evil, obviously. Lying's part of life. Oh. Lying is part of life. I'm not sure about that. It is part of life. Okay. Well, Everyone does we'll it. We'll agree to You do it more though. than you even know. 
Well, the, the the worrying thing is, especially in society now, you seem to be actually actively rewarded for lying because you just have to look at the amount of people that have got the decent jobs they've had because they were initially lied on their CV through their teeth. And they know they've lied and they've even boasted about it. Is it lying or exaggerating? There's a lie. No, it's lying. Yeah, no, it's lying. It is lying. At the end of the day, it gets their foot in the door and as soon as they've gone through that initial probationary period, nobody cares about the lie anymore. Again, I think it's part of a bigger thing, to be honest. I've said this before. Uh, the kind of capitalist system we're in at the minute. People don't care how you got there. They just care that you get there. If you're at the top... No, Doesn't matter who you step on. Exactly. No, just get nobody, nobody cares how you got to be the CEO of you know this toxic, polluting company. It's just like, oh, well done, you. Look how rich you are and how powerful. But there we go. So we're going to talk more about hoaxes... After our next track, which again is slightly related to the theme. Don't be a puffin. Listen to Late Night Large. After all, a hoax is fakery. At its most basic, it's illusion. Bullshit, man. Speaking of bullshit, Mike, shall we talk about... Sex, baby. No, go on. Enlighten us. Universal hoaxes. Let's, let's talk about this. I'm talking right. about... I'm talking about, say... Okay... A great example in in the UK is that remember that panther that, oh, that wanders the moors yeah, yeah. one time or another. Surely that's a hoax, isn't it? Because I mean, is there any actual compelling evidence to the no, contrary? It. No. Now, Loch Ness monster. Possibly the greatest hoax of all time is, of course, the Loch Ness monster. That's what I mean. So the Loch Ness monster, Mike. First of all, have you seen it? Yeah, I have. Yeah. No, have you actually have you actually seen uh, no, the pictures, supposed pictures of it? Yeah. Now I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this one to um I'm gonna put this one to bed right here. Go on. As I on. as I like to do most things. Yeah. Take it to the sack. There is no Loch Ness monster. Yeah. One day I uh, went for a swim. Yes. My upon diving in to the lake my um my shorts, swim shorts, they they came loose. Oh god! They I know came exactly off. Where they came going. off, and uh, you know, out came my uh, monster. And <laughs> you're a penis. Uh, yeah, if I... you if you look in the picture in the background, there is actually me there, oh, smiling and waving to the camera. But uh, yeah, so yeah. so that's uh, you can all have your mind at rest now. <coughs> Well, okay, yes, Mike. So we basically there's a there's an interesting page we found of uh, ten great hoaxes of our time, and obviously it talks about that. And uh, it was a it was a famous surgeon, Colonel Robert Wilson, in 1934, who showed that infamous picture that looked like a long, you know, a, a plesiosaur, a, a a sea serpent with its head coming out of the water. And it wasn't actually until apparently 1994 when Christian Sperling, just before his death, confessed his involvement in the plot that included Weatherall and Colonel Wilson to doctor that famous picture. So it did turn out as a big hoax. Huh. Okay. Uh, apparently, Hitler's six million dollar diary. Have you ever heard of this? No. On April the 22nd and... 22nd? 22nd? <laughs> that was quite good. 1983. Oh the German magazine Der Stern announced that it made the greatest Nazi memorabilia find of all time 
Adolf Hitler's personal diary. Hmm. Wow. Within two weeks, though, the Hitler diaries were revealed as actually being grotesquely plump fakes made on modern paper using modern ink and full of historical inaccuracies. So, again, a, a complete forgery. I mean, that that's that's actually fraud as well, isn't it? Because they're attempting to cash in on something. Yeah. That's clearly a lie. Uh, the interesting third <laughs> one, which people still do believe in, is the Jewish master plan to dominate the world. The Protocols of the Elders of Zion is a text purporting to describe a plan to achieve global domination by the Jewish people. Jews. Following its... First publication in 1903 is the Russian Empire, and numerous independent investigations have demonstrated that the document is a hoax. And the Times of London revealed that much of the material was directly plagiarised from earlier works of political satire completely unrelated to Jews. Wow. And Oh, that's interesting. So the Soviet Union, actually, it helped the idea that the Bolshevik movement was a Jewish conspiracy for world domination... And in World War Two, the Nazis used the protocols to justify persecution of the Jews. Today, many Arab governments fund new printing of the protocols and taught them in their school as historical fact. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's, that's interesting. That's quite dam- um, damaging. Hope. In Syria, the protocols is currently a bestseller. I'd take that with a pinch of salt, but it could be true. <clears throat> so, so, some... Uh, a, a rather silly hoax that they've gone here is uh, Idaho, which was apparently, obviously we all know it's a US state, but it was apparently named as a result of a hoax. When eccentric lobbyist George W. Mi- sorry, George M. Willing suggested Idaho was a Native American term meaning gem of the mountains, <laughs> although it turned out that Willing just made the name up himself. <laughs> oh dear. Very interesting. Of course, the alien autopsy footage from Roswell. Mike, well, have you heard much about this? This is a huge. Well, famous everyone's home. heard about Roswell, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, chicken Oriental, isn't it? Really? That's a, yeah, but that's a conspiracy theory as well as a hoax. Well, that's of a course, huge, of course huge. Yeah. Absolutely mental. And of course, no one is still determined for certain whether the the figure in the uh, footage is a real alien. A mannequin, a girl perhaps with a genetic disorder, these kinds of things. Although, we're, I don't know, most people are favouring that it is a hoax. But, you know, that's not thats not as black and cut and dried, rather, as, a, as say, the Not Less Monster. Well, you'd have thought they'd be able to completely disprove it by now. Unless it was a conspiracy and the government doesn't want any more investigations. <laughs> Have you heard of the Piltdown Man, Mike? Have I heard of what now? The Piltdown Man. No, I don't think I uh, have. Apparently it was fossilised remains. Well, fragments of a skull and jawbone. From Sussex. Oh, Which no, would claim to be early mentioned. man, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. It was proposed that he might be in The Missing Link. Although in 1953, 41 years after the initial discovery, the Piltdown Man was actually exposed as a composite forgery. So they'd actually mixed a human medieval skull, uh, a lower jaw of 
an orangutan from 500 years ago and chimpanzee fossil teeth so they they'd actually cr created their own monstrosity and again oh, the motive behind that looking for fame and notoriety obviously which is almost as bad as profiteering from it uh, the Catholic Pope that the was a woman what on earth I've not heard about this enlighten me wow have you, have you, do you know much about I've this no I haven't I haven't and wow it apparently they're not actually sure if it's a hoax or whether, a hoax or whether it's true which is uh, Pope John VIII ruled for two years uh, and then apparently one day just randomly gave birth by the side of the road which revealed obviously it was actually Pope Joan but this well apparently it's not been proven one way or another so most likely a hoax but who knows weird uh, there's a famous hoax about a chess-playing automaton that fooled Napoleon. Enlighten us. Enlighten us all. Well, apparently it was it was said to be a robot that it called the Turk. It, the machine was called the Turk, and it was it was claimed that it was a robot that defeated prominent world chess player figures like Napoleon and Benjamin Franklin although it was later revealed that it was actually a cabinet that someone actually hid inside and operated yeah I, th I, th I wow. think I might have heard of, of that. I'm not really sure why it would win most games just because there's a human inside though well chess master inside oh sorry yeah obviously they, they just so got they the finest chess Blocks, players they? yeah but he's still a human being very good at chess uh, anyway oh apparently <laughs> oh dear there was a hoax circulated that Microsoft had actually bought the Catholic Church <laughs> oh saying dear. that Bill Gates considered religion to be a growth market <laughs> <laughs> oh dear this was actually the first internet hoax to reach a mass audience using the internet so that's that's a fantastic idea of a hoax I would argue because the purpose of it almost is like almost artistic expression. It's like, oh, look, look what we can achieve. Yeah. So that's actually a very good hoax. I quite like that. Ah, we get onto the good There's ones now. There's an interesting one. Should In we fact, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to it. We will come back to it because it's possibly the most interesting. And I think it, I think it was, it did spawn War of the Worlds. Actually, you could say that God and the devil are their own hoaxes. And of course, you require a little bit of the devil inside to pull off a hoax sometimes. So we're leaving you with in excess. And kids running away, don't pretend that you've you've got a ransom over your head of like million jelly beans because that's not good. <laughs> that's not good either. Oh. Although it would be funny. So, Mike, the Martian invasion hoax. Yes. Right. This was a live radio broadcast. Oh, it was a sorry, it was a live radio broadcast of the War of the Worlds, but which was a Halloween special in 1938, a time in world history that you might think that people's minds would be scared by something other than Martians. But 
it was broadcast on Halloween, and the reason it frightened people is because it wasn't announced beforehand exactly the context of what was about to be broadcast. So people assumed that, that it was an actual Martian invasion. It has actually been termed as the greatest media hoax of all time, although apparently it was not intended to be one. Explain. I'd love to. It was simply intended to be an innocent live broadcast of the War of the Worlds for kind of a, a scary programme on Halloween. And uh, I'm not sure whether it was because there wasn't sort of a proper introduction or whether just people tuning in late just took it took it as read that what they were hearing was... Perhaps because it was live, they were more inclined to believe that it was actually happening. Silly. Silly people. Yeah, but of course it, it was the greatest media hoax of all time because people still talk about it now. It, another interesting side note is it's apparently sometimes said that the news of the attack on Pearl Harbor by the Japanese was first dismissed by a lot of people because of that radio broadcast. Bloody hell. So that's a great example. Mike, now we're into, uh, we're into the home straight. I'm going to throw some other things at you and you tell me whether you consider them to be, say, hoaxes. Or chuck some shit at me, see what sticks. Okay. Santa Claus. Yeah, what about him? <laughs> Do you think he's a hoax? What do you mean? How can, how can you be a... What are you on about? How can... Okay, perhaps we better not ruin your childish illusions. How life. can you be... What do you mean a hoax? <laughs> what do you mean? He, he's he's done a hoax? I mean, what... Okay, never mind. Okay, so... <laughs> that's off the off the radar. Okay, other possible hoaxes. Santa's going to put you on his naughty list. <laughs> Mike, other possible hoses? Uh, hoaxes? Hoses? Hoaxes. Yeah. Jesus could fly. Jesus could fly. Uh, well, how about Jesus could walk on water, then? Well, how about Jesus? Well, how about Jesus was Batman? I think probably none of the above are true. No. Somehow. God? What about him? My, <laughs> it's just... I oh. question your penis. Is God one big hoax? Is that yes. what you're asking me? Yes. Uh, No. No? There is a god. That's okay. <laughs> and it's you, yeah. And his name's Mike Large. <laughs> alright. Okay, alright, alright. So what we can agree on, Mike, is uh, you think Santa Claus is real. You think... What do you mean I think? <laughs> I bloody think, I know. Sorry, you believe in Santa Claus. And of course, Santa is a, is a great advert for people that if you work hard enough, you'll get what you want in life. You work one night a year. If you're a good boy, he'll put you on his... Yeah, you, you get to empty your sack boy. over kids. Oh. <laughs> Really sorry to end on that note. This was the hoax show on Late Night Large, and did you just see that flash in the sky, Mike? Because I've heard that we're being enslaved by an alien race. I hope we are. See you next week, everyone.